day, Matt here, and this is day six of 30 Days of Intuitive Eating, created by Megan Macaron with Intention Inspired. And today our intention is I am energy. Nice. Very excited to dive into into today's session because, wow, I eat for so many other reasons than just energy. (sighs) Reflecting on Chinese medicine, one of the few ways we have direct impact on our chi, on our energy body, is food. So let's respect that and let's learn a bit more about that. Diving in with our host, Meg, as she explores this topic with us. Welcome back to Intuitive Eating Encouraged. Our intention today is to embrace eating for energy. While there are a lot of other aspects to why you might have low or more high or low energy for the day, such as sleep, hydration, and stress levels, which we will be talking about, right now we want to just specifically talk about what you're eating and how you can change up the food you choose to eat specifically to give you more energy throughout the day, or at least help you with cravings and that slump you might get at like 3 p.m. And so how does that work? Well, after trial and error, what I've found to be the best way to eat for energy is to focus on balanced meals. Balanced meals created of whole foods. So I like to think of it like an 80-20 rule where 80% of the time I eat really healthy whole foods, 20% of the time I'm indulging, kind of like the plate crowding. And so what does a balanced meal look like? Well, a balanced meal has a protein, a fiber, which is your carbohydrate, and some fats into it. And this can look however you want. Some foods have all three of those in there, like beans, and others only have one, right? Like olives, they have fat. They're made up mostly of just fats. So you wanna create a balanced meal. What that might look like, um, like I don't, you know, you eat meat, right? So chicken, broccoli, rice. And that's like the normal dieters or bodybuilders go to, chicken, broccoli, rice, chicken, broccoli, rice, right? It doesn't have to be so boring, just simply showing you what it looks like. That's what a balanced meal is, because it's giving you the carbohydrates you need, it gives you the fi- which gives you the fiber you need, it gives you the protein you need, and it's giving you fat, all of which is going to help you feel fuller with less fo- food, which is why we talked about like plate crowding, right? We want to fill up on these nutrient-dense foods, um, and it's going to help you eat less and have more energy, because that's what your body needs, right? Your body functions on food for the most part, so fuel, like gasoline in your car, is food for us, and you know, there's different types of gasoline out there. And so if you put a crappy gasoline in your car, it might not run so well versus putting in that premium gasoline. And maybe you can't afford the premium gasoline for your car, but your body isn't your car. Your body is the only place you have to live. So let's let's consider that we want to put premium into it as often as possible. This doesn't make you bad for indulging in junk food. It doesn't mean you can't have junk food or that you should stress out and beat yourself up for having sugar. You're going to eat sugar again in your life. Probably I know I will. It's really just about moderation and eating more for energy and less for using food to numb ourselves to life. And so what does that look like? Well, I like to explain protein, um, carbohydrates, and fats like so. So protein, you know, it's whatever food has protein in it. There's healthier ones versus less healthy ones. And that usually has to do with the type of fat that food has in it. Um, And so, you know, vegetarian proteins like beans or legumes or... um, Tofu or edamame are great sources. Fish, chicken, turkey, great sources as well. Eggs, great sources. Lean red meats are great sources as well. And then you kind of get into not so great sources of protein. Not bad, 
But when I say not so great, I just mean like there's a lot of additives. Maybe there's a ton of sodium in it, right? And those things, they're gonna have negative effects on your health over time, like higher cholesterol or blood pressure. So it's good to be aware of those things. They're not off limits, just be aware. Carbohydrates, same thing. We're looking for whole foods, things that haven't been processed that much. So a whole grain is something like quinoa or rice or oatmeal, right? And I like to explain it kind of like an apple. So here you have this apple, which is a carbohydrate, in case you're wondering, and you just pluck it from the tree. Apple, awesome. And that is the same as like rice or oatmeal or quinoa, right? It just grew and we took it, we maybe washed it, beans, right? And they're ready to go, we eat them. Then you can have that apple and you could peel it and you could mash it and you can make it some applesauce. Yummy, mostly apple, maybe you add a little sugar. You took away some fiber by peeling it because that's where the fiber is in the apple though, right? So it's slightly processed. And that's where we get into our slightly processed carbohydrates. So things like wheat bread or whole wheat pasta or like a protein pasta or something like that, right? Slightly processed, not in its original whole form, but not like extremely processed and have and lacking all nutrients. And then we can take that apple and we can make apple pie. Still has apple in it. Definitely not as healthy as a regular apple. And that's more like your baked goods, your crackers, your chips, and all the, um, extremely processed carbohydrates out there in the world, right? Uh, they're not bad, they're not off limits, but usually they don't fill you up and you need more than one or two servings to reach that fullness, which is showing that it doesn't have the nutrients your body needs, which is where plate crowding comes in. And so that's how I like to explain carbohydrates because they're not bad, they're not off limits, but we wanna think about you know 80% of the time having it in the full apple form, whole grains, 20% of the time having that apple pie version of carbohydrates. And then when it comes to fats, it's all about your health, right? So with fat, um, you're really just looking for healthier fats like olives, olive oils, nuts, nut butter, seeds, avocados, um, and those kind of fats. I, I'm sure there's many more, I just can't think of them. And, and yogurt and stuff, right? Um, and we wanna step away from things like trans fats or saturated fats that get solid at room temperature. Um, cheese, mayonnaise, all those other things, butters, they're not bad right at all they for the most part are overall um, just high in calories and sometimes the fats in those aren't healthy either so it's good to read the label on those again it's not about being perfect and always choosing the healthiest food but when it comes to eating for energy purposes you will notice that if you're eating these whole foods more often you're gonna have more energy you're probably gonna have like more regular bowel movements and just feel better in your skin overall and your skin can even clear up especially if you have acne versus eating processed foods, junk foods, and fast foods more often than not is gonna leave you sluggish, maybe not going to the bathroom regularly or too much, having like acne and skin problems and, and just low energy. And so when it comes down to you know eating for energy, our goal is to create these meals, eat them for hunger, stop when full, savor each bite, and see how that feels for energy. And you can do an experiment with this. So the eating for energy experiment is that, you know, like one day for one entire day just don't eat protein let's say right just eat like processed carbs and no protein it's a weird thing for me to tell you to do when you're trying to be healthy but it's an experiment for you to actually physically experience what that feels like versus the very next day having extremely healthy whole foods with lots of proteins that's filling and seeing like wow i have more energy one day than the other because of what i ate and how fast i ate it and how much i ate still matter here so that's the experiment you can do if you want to. The last thing I'll say here um, is, is talking about snacks. 
So snacks. Snacks are something, they're not bad, but we've definitely um, embraced them a lot. Like we all love snacks, at least in America, I've noticed. Um, snacks are not there to fill you up. They are there to bridge the gap between meals, right? To help with hunger until your next meal, which means that snacks are usually like half the size or even smaller than your meal itself. Often though, what ends up happening is our snacks are things like processed granola bars. Like I used to love cliff bars and there's nothing wrong with cliff bars. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. They are fantastic if you're going on hikes and traveling and you can't get to a meal, but they are basically a meal replacement that's pretty high in sugar and they're really processed. So one cliff bar can be like 230 calories where you could have like, I don't know, some other really awesome food for 230 calories, let's be real. And while we're not counting calories, it's just really good to realize like, did that even fill you up? Was it good? And like, could you have chosen something else, right? Um, the thing is, is that, that it was like the 1980s when snacking became popular. Before that, snacking was something that people did if necessary for hunger, and otherwise they just had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Um, and people usually grabbed healthy snacks like an apple or some nuts or carrots or Greek yogurt or something like that. And those are all amazing snacks. And even just some leftovers, like five bites of your leftover from dinner the next day can be a snack, right? So you can choose whole foods as your snack foods. But the world around the 1980s created snacking, like the snacking industry. And it's because, I don't know if this is the only reason, but from my research, it's because women went to work. Women stopped staying home and they went to work, which meant nobody was home cooking. Nobody was home making sure that everybody had their meal plan prepped, right? So now everybody's working, we're all super busy, and nobody's cooking for themselves, so we have to get on-the-go stuff, right? On-the-go prepackaged bars, on-the-go prepackaged this, hit the fast food drive through whatever it is. But the thing is, is that most of these processed and packaged snacks, often they're filled with added sugars, such as, um, you know, regular soda or sugary coffees and energy drinks, right? Um, these are all energy zappers because... While they might say low sugar or low fat or low carb, guess what? When they're taking out a natural nutrient, they're putting in a chemical and that chemical is gonna cause reactions in your body like sugar cravings and low energy. And so it might seem like for weight loss, you're like, oh, let's go low carb, but it could backfire because what is in there? What's in there that makes it low carbs when there's low carbs, right? We can go into the science behind it. Does it really matter? The question is like, can we just eat naturally occurring foods and not worry so much about the carbohydrates and simply listen to the body? And so um, whether it's energy drinks and beverages or sugary you know, granola bars and snack foods and crackers, it's good to realize that things might not be giving you fullness, right? They're not helping with hunger because they're not nutrient dense. And that includes your drinks that you're having that are filled with calories or your snack foods. So when it comes to like snacking and using like protein bars and, and all this other stuff, I, I was there for a long time. It's very easy to want to do that. Like, oh, here's this protein cookie. I remember, I forget the name of it. It's like Lenny and something protein cookies, right? And I found those and I was like, oh, protein cookies. I can eat cookies and get away with it because they're full of protein. So I'm being healthy, right? Nope. When you read the labels of those cookies, it's like half a cookie is 300 calories and has like 20 grams of sugar in it. And it's not even that good of a cookie. I would much rather have a cookie I love that has no protein in it and less sugar and tastes better. Right? And so that's where getting picky on what you indulge in comes in. Don't just indulge in something like a cookie because it has protein powder in it. Indulge in the cookie you actually want. Because usually those type of things, the protein bars, they're still filled with, you know, tons of additives. And they, they claim they'll boost your energy. 
but that that's not backed by anything. They're more like a superior candy bar with some protein in it, right? And then tons of sugar. That's all that you're eating there. And so you can definitely eat more whole foods. Again, all food is abundant, no foods off limits. I'm not trying to get you to become afraid of protein bars or cut them out of your life. I still eat protein bars myself. I still get my protein shakes. I like them. I'm just not living by them. They're not my snack two, three times a day, every day, because they're not that filling. They usually meet, like, lead to me needing to eat again an hour later. And instead I started to choose whole foods as my snacks. And I use things like bars and quick things like that when necessary, like traveling and hiking and going on a plane or being in a car for a really long time or being in a meeting um, that I know I can't go eat, right? So they're there to help you adapt to stress and busyness in life. They're not there to replace meals and snacks. And so when it comes to choosing your snack foods, try your hardest to choose whole foods as often as possible. And don't choose those, you know, sugary processed snacks unless you actually like the way they taste. If you're just choosing it because you think, hey, this is healthier and I'm trying to lose weight and you don't even like the way it tastes, just stop eating it and go get something you actually like so you don't feel deprived, so you don't feel the need to go overeat or binge or emotionally later on tonight. All right, so that is all how, that's all about how you can eat for energy. Um, so take time over the next few days to keep an energy journal, right? So this isn't exactly a food journal, although it could be. And just note, like, do you have energy today? Uh, do I have energy two hours after this meal? Is this meal sapping my energy, right? Notice how um, if you eat a really heavy meal, fried food and stuff like that, you know, it's like, do you feel like, ugh, I don't want to go back to work, right? Or if you eat, you know, a very balanced meal, like I said earlier, like chicken, rice, and broccoli, or not that it has to be that, you know, or just like oatmeal or eggs with toast even, right? A balanced meal that has all the macronutrients in it. Notice, does that give me way more energy without making me sluggish? That's what we're looking for when it comes to eating for energy. All right, now it's up to you to go experiment with this on your own because your body is unique and different than mine and things will sit differently for you. So listen to your body, listen to hunger and fullness, decelerate around food, play crowd, and start to see what foods are giving you energy and what foods are zapping your energy from you. I will see you in the next lesson. Have a great day. Wow. That was such a great session. Thank you, Megan. Whoo, good stuff. And now I'm 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 realizing more and more, Megan, why you um are why the first journal prompt on being open-minded on day one was what are you scared about on this journey? And I'm noticing more and more fears come up as I <laughs> dive into this, which is great. Opportunities for growth. But confession. I am a dedicated snackaholic. I actually used to believe not too long ago that it didn't matter how much food I ate so long as it was quality, clean, healthy food. <laughs> I believed that. So, so I've developed a lot of unhealthy overeating habits. And I could get away with it because I'm very active, good metabolism, and um, wow. So I'm very in inspired to play with the eating for energy experiment today and just to create more awareness around the quantity of the food I eat and how it affects my energy and beyond. So right on. All right. 
diving into our healthy habit for the week, which is to chew, chew, chew your food as much as possible. And today we're going to up, up at a chew, try counting 25 chews per bite of food. 25 chews. Um, all right. You want to do it with me? Should we do it again? All right, let's get it. I have once again the king of all snacks. Date. A big old, we'll get a big old date for these 25 chews. <laughs> yeah. Mama date. And our beloved nut butter. So if you've got a snack and want to snack along with me and create new habit towards chewing our food. Let's do this. Oh my goodness. Cheers. Diving into our wise words for the day by our one and only Megan McLaron, who said, I regret eating that healthy meal. Said no one. Ever. <laughs> That's fun. All right. If you got your journal handy, our journal prompt for today is to... Notice how energy levels change on days that you eat a balanced, nutrient-dense meal versus days that you don't. So if you'd like to give yourself just a moment to journal on this, get a different perspective on this, uh, go ahead and hit pause and get it going. So for me, the days that I eat balanced just flow better. My body buzzes in gratitude when I provide it with healthy fuel. My nervous system mellows and even my mind is a lot clearer. And since this body is a major filter through how I see and interact with the world, my perception of the world and how I navigate in it is brighter and clearer. And inspired by Chinese medicine, I've recently come to understand how food is one of the few tools we have to directly impact our qi energy. So a recent filter that I've adopted before deciding what to eat is the dead or alive filter. Before I think about eating something, I consider how dead it is versus how alive it is. And if it's dead, how much energy will that really give me and how much will it drain? If it looks, feels, and is alive, how might that affect my energy in comparison? <laughs> Dead or alive diet. Wow. So inspiring to see everyone else commenting on their journal prompt um, on the platform. 
thank you all for sharing your sweetness. And if you would like to uh, share as well, um, you can come join us over there. There's a link in the description. Moving into our week-long challenge, which is to slow down. Slow your roll and notice hunger and fullness in the moment. And that wraps up today's intentional session on intuitive eating, eating for energy. I am energy. We are these bodies of energy, transferring energy, getting it from our food and, you know, using it to do things like this, to create <laughs> these fun journeys that we get to go through together, or however we decide to spend our energy. Food is an, a direct impact on how we get to show up for ourselves and the world. So thank you for showing up for yourself in this journey, in this course, by going through it with me. I am honored and look forward to continuing on. Tomorrow, day seven, our intention is I am hydrating. So we'll be exploring how water plays its role in our intuitive eating. Until then, I hope you will uh, connect with your food more in a way today where you see how it affects your energy and feel free to report back. We'd love to hear from you. Also, I'm gonna drop a link in the description to um, send us a voicemail. If you've been playing with these practices and these habits and these challenges and all the goodies, and have some questions for either me or Megan, there is a link in the description for you to record a voicemail and shoot us a message so that we can um, address them via this podcast, the videos that we do. Um, we meet once a week within everyone in the Intention Inspired fam. We have a weekly, just like community conversation and so we can address them in those as well. Uh, rock and roll. Peace, love, and energy.